Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mid-East Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. The United States and even the whole world has never been so divided politically. The demonic powers will always try to divide and conquer. They do this by creating mass confusion along with crafty tricks. Don't allow yourself to be deceived by the enemy. Purpose to study the Word of God regularly. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdvarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on January 21st, 2024. Whenever I have because I don't have permission from the Lord to just kind of soften it up or water it down. Whenever I speak the truth in love because of love, I mean I know what's coming. I'm going to be excoriated. In fact, I already have written the reply or the comment or the email that we're going to get. In fact, I write the the excoriating emails better than the people who send them. I already know what they're going to say. And I've been labeled as having what's been dubbed Trump derangement syndrome, which is interesting in and of itself. And I'm called a Trump basher and a Trump hater. And this was all just last week. How was your week? Conversely, and I want you to hear me, there was a very eerie, conspicuous absence and deafening silence of literally even one mention concerning my mention of Barack Obama in the same update last week. Hmm. I was yet again falsely accused of supporting Biden and leaning left, none of which are based in anything that even remotely resembles reality. So now you're asking the question of why in the world am I bringing it up? Why am I talking about this again this week? Why can't I just let it go? Have somebody say, can you just let it go? No. Here's why I can't let it go. The closer we get, the worse the political theater will get. And as the saying goes, you ain't seen nothing yet. Just like that. (laughs) You ain't seen nothing yet. You thought it was bad before? Wow. Season two is going to be wow. 
Suffice it to say, confusion, deception, and by extension, division abounds. We talked about this last week. Jesus said a house divided cannot stand. Satan knows that. So how's he going to get that house to fall? Divide it. The saying is, united we stand, divided we fall. It's textbook divide and conquer. And this is the mechanism that Satan uses. And the lead up to it is to create confusion, chaos, and then what ensues is always what ensues, and that's division. And then once he can divide, and can I just ask you rhetorically, are we divided over politics? Come on. He did it. And this is how. This is what he intended to do in and for the end. This was the end game. Get him so confused, so deceived that they'll be so divided, and I got him. And that's where we are. But God, as only He can, has taken that which is intended for evil, and is working it for the good in the salvation of many this day. Be that as it may, I will continue to pray that eyes will be open to see, and ears will be open to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church today, in this the very last day. Here's the takeaway. We're almost there. By virtue of the profound confusion, strong delusion, and powerful deception politically in this, the last hour, 2 Thessalonians 2. This brings us to the second reason we're almost there, and it has to do with the worldwide controlled demolition economically. Again, because we've covered this in depth over the years in prior updates, let me just sum up this end game, which is that of a universal centralized digital currency. This by way of blockchain technology, which in its simplest terms is a verification technology for a centralized bank digital currency, CBDC. It's all pre-planned, you know that? I hope you know that. It's been in the works for decades. And who were the planners of this? I call them demon-possessed conspirators. I know they go by other names, but that's what they are. Let's unpack that. First of all, they're demon-possessed at best. Demon-possessed. And don't get too hung up on the conspirators word, because I know that the CIA has done everything and stopped at nothing to get us to just dismiss anything that has conspiracy in it. But what is a conspiracy? It is a coming together and conspiring together. I know this is deeply profound, but a conspiracy is a conspiracy. They're conspiring. They have a conspiracy. What's the conspiracy? To crash the current economy so as to force a universal biodigital economy. And 
It should be noted that the aforementioned prophecy in Revelation 13 makes it very clear that this universal economy must be in place during the tribulation in order for one to buy and sell. It's almost to the point where you think these conspirators, demon-possessed, because Satan knows the Scriptures better than we ever will. It's kind of like, hey guys, you better uh, call another emergency meeting, because we got to stay on schedule. Uh, by the time we hit the tribulation, which we're almost there, are we there yet? Almost. We better have this in place digitally, so that we can control who buys or sells. So we better get this digital, bio-digital system in place so we can hit the ground running when the time comes. Well, the time has come. One of the things standing in the way, there's actually the main thing standing in the way is us, the church, until we're taken out of the way. And the restrainer who restrains, again, deeply profound, the restrainer who's restraining. Think about, this is restrained? What's it going to be when the restrainer doesn't restrain? It's going to be unrestrained. I don't, I don't want to be here for that. You won't. Don't worry. Because you're going to be caught up, raptured up, harpazo. <laughs> and then, the restrainer is going to be taken out of the way. You're going to be taken out of the world, and they can. I, I know this is maybe not very pastoral, but here's how I see it, and even say it. You can have all of it, but you're going to have to wait until I'm gone. And then it's all yours. But until then, no. You just got to wait. But after I'm gone, see ya, wouldn't want to be ya. Again, I know that's not very pastoral, but. So we're standing in the way. The restrainer is certainly in the way. But here's another thing that's in the way, the current economy, which explains everything, doesn't it? Doesn't it explain that the current economy would have to collapse, and even now is on the cusp of collapsing deliberately to bring about the new digital economy universally. This last Tuesday, Newsweek published a report about how China's stock market is now in a free fall, saying the country's stock market appears to be in freefall now, with authorities asking institutional investors not to sell stocks in an attempt to stabilize share prices as foreigners are pulling out. This is China. Or I'm sorry, China. <laughs> sorry, that was, that was free of charge. The country's leadership has appeared reluctant to use state-run funds and financial institutions to buy up stocks massively and boost the national economy. This apparent unwillingness to intervene has spooked foreign investors with, listen to this, nine-tenths of money. That's 90 percent. 
that had flowed into China's stock market from abroad in 2023, having left by the end of the year, according to FT calculations. 90% China. Add to this a report the very next day. We're talking all, it's been a great week, by the way. I just want you to know, since last Sunday, since I saw you last. This was Wednesday, very next day, from Business Today, which is predictively, predictively preparing the world for a universal basic income, UBI, via AI, eliminating between 40 to 60 percent of the world's workforce by the end of this year in 2024. Happy New Year. This according to the IMF at the WEF in Davos. We've got a lot of acronyms today. Hope you're able to interpret them. International Monetary Fund, which is, don't even get me started, and the World Economic Forum. I mean, it, it doesn't get any more satanic than that. Listen to this quote. According to findings by the IMF, 40% of jobs are vulnerable to AI, with the figure reaching 60% in the USA. Yay. 60%? Unemployment? Because of AI? Yeah, what are you going to do? You're kind of forced now to accept UBI a universal basic income. You'll own nothing and you'll be happy. You'll go nowhere and you'll be happy. Why? Because we told you so. And really, you don't have any choice. Because you don't have any job. Because we took that job away from you to force you to take this, so we can control you. How am I doing? Okay, that's not very convincing. Suffice it to say, according to Revelation 13, everyone in the world will be faced with the choice between being killed or acquiescing to the prophesied biodigital economic system. And if it's the latter, those people will have an allocated digital credit score predicated upon a verification mark with which to buy and sell, exactly as Bible prophecy tells us in Revelation. And that technology is already in place, and it has been. It's not really artificial intelligence, it's satanic intelligence, because no man could have ever come up with blockchain technology. So that's the only technology that has the ability to track every transaction and every person <laughs> in the world simultaneously. And it's already in place. It's just waiting for the green light. Enter Queen Maxima of the Netherlands, pictured here, who last Thursday which was the 18th, great week again, at the World Economic Forum's annual Davos Summit, was quoted as saying that, in effect, one ubiquitous, meaning universal, biometric digital ID is necessary, 
not only for financial services, but also for determining things like school enrollment for children. And who is and isn't verified as having been, and I'm not going to say it yet. I'll give you a moment. You know what I mean? Then she went as far as saying, and I want you to listen very carefully, that this digital ID, biometric, ubiquitous, one universal ID, would also determine who does or does not receive, quote, government subsidies. You know what government subsidies are? Your monthly government check, it's universal, and it's basic. When you see the amount on the check, that's pretty basic, and that's your income. This brings us to the third reason that we're almost there, environmentally. And it goes hand in hand with the second reason being economically. Let me explain. This forcing of a social credit score will be in concert with the forcing of a carbon credit score to buy and sell. By the way, it's already in play today. So when you go, because you know here in Hawaii when we buy things off of Amazon, don't judge us. We have to because the stores don't have it in stock. No, for real. Am I, am I, am I okay saying that? No, I, I want to buy locally, but I go into the store and I met with shelves that are bare. Literally, not hyperbole. There's nothing on the shelves that's deliberate to get you to go online. Because see, I was going to pay cash. You got to ask, do you still accept cash? Actually, some don't. Why? Because they can't track a cash transaction. But a digital one they can. And so now you, when you pay, I'm, I'm taking this too far, I'll make it quick, sort of. But now when you pay, you don't have to do anything. You just tap your car. Well, pretty soon it's just going to be, boom, your forehand and forehead, and you're good. You want, you want a receipt? No need. It's already been downloaded. <laughs> Not on your computer, on you. Uh, so, but you go to Amazon and you try to order something, and if you can get past delivery, you'll get it by 2025 in Hawaii. You know, you have to wait like three weeks. I'm still waiting on stuff I ordered last year, which was last month, but yeah, shipping to Hawaii. Yeah, we'll get it to you sometime. Lucky you live Hawaii. So if you can get past that, you've got to also make sure, because I'm sure you've seen this, this item cannot be shipped to your location. Oh really? Why? Because it's not environmentally friendly. It doesn't have the green satanic check mark at the bottom saying, yeah, this is, this is okay. You can, you can, we'll let you have this and buy this. That's just a taste of what's coming. They can suspend your account too. You know how it is in social media? Account suspended. You were a bad, bad boy posting that guy on the windward side of Oahu's prophecy update. Suspended. Click of the mouse. Boom. You can't do anything because you've been suspended. 
Now go try to do something digitally. You go to click the mouse or the trackpad or whatever you people do. And what happens? Uh, insufficient score. What? Well, I, we have photos and video of you driving your friend's Hummer or Land Rover and not your other friend's Prius or what's Elon Musk's car again? The Tesla. Yeah, if you have a Tesla, God bless you. We love you. But I guess you guys get all the great parking spots because you got to charge that thing in order to get home. Don't go on a road trip, which you can on the island anyway, because you'll, you'll not, I'll get my gas guzzling whatever, and I'll get there about six months before you do, because you're going to have to stop along the way to get charged. I'm just saying. But enjoy that Tesla and that. So your carbon credit score, you have a violation. You violated the standards and your score has been deducted and your score is not high enough for you to make a purchase you cannot buy. Huh? <laughs> Social credit score, you've been a bad, bad, bad boy. You jaywalked. No, ask China again. They have video surveillance of everyone. And they post it. They just show it on screens publicly, shaming these people. No, I jaywalked. I'm so sorry. Don't expect to get anything to eat. And they even have it to now where if you try to get a friend to go get you food because your account has been suspended, they, they can do, they have the technology to say, no, we know you're trying to buy it for the bad, bad boy that can't buy it. So you can't buy it either. In fact, we're going to deduct your score now. This is not fiction. This is not fiction. See, this forced compliance is the Agenda 2030 Sustainable Development Goals, again, which there are 17 of, under the banner of climate change. Because it's all about the climate. But what makes this so insidiously satanic is that it's the very demon-possessed conspirators that are actually the ones manipulating the weather and changing the climate. Did you know that? They're destroying the earth. Why? Because God created the earth, the heavens and the earth and the sea and all that in them is. And they're destroying God's creation. And Worse yet, the jewel, the prize jewel in Satan destroying God's creation is us, because we're created in God's image. Last Sunday I had the privilege of meeting what we affectionately referred to as our online members, who shared with me, unsolicited, the very same thing on the very same day last Sunday. One was a farmer in Missouri, such a neat family. He told me that they no longer have rain for their crops, which in turn destroys any yield from their crops. Being from a small farm town, wheat farming, he farms wheat as well. We need rain. I said, I know. You've been listening to a Prophecy Update with Pastor J.D. Farag, on In Spirit and Truth. 
Thanks for tuning in to study the Word of God. As you continue to learn about the things that are happening all around us and how that relates to the Bible, take some time to pray for this nation and for the world as a whole. How all the details will play out is still unknown, but God treasures the prayers that are offered on behalf of His people and the world around them. Continue to delve deep into God's Word on your own and gain some useful insight about these things in addition to what you hear from Pastor J.D. Are there some things that you heard today that really touched home in your heart that you'd appreciate some prayer over? We'd be honored to pray for you. Let us know what those requests are by going to jdfarag.org and then fill out the form under contact. Once again, that website is jdfarag.org. You can also find us on social media. You'll find links to Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube on our website. And we encourage you to follow them so you can stay up to date with all that's happening at Calvary Chapel Kaneohe and in spirit and truth. If you're wanting to access these things on the go, we have a mobile app that's available for iPhone and Android users. Just look under the resources tab. That's all we have time for today, but thanks for joining us. We look forward to our next edition where you'll get the opportunity to hear more insightful things about the days that we're living in and how that intersects with what's been predicted in the Bible. Join us again here on In Spirit and Truth.